Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my friends. We are continuing this wonderful study about ruin, redemption, and regeneration. And we are going to the story in Genesis chapter 3. And I want to read verse 14 and 15 to you today, as that is the main text from which we will go and we will handle this wonderful subject. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This is a wonderful part of Scripture for us. Now, in my course of preaching throughout the years, I am not the one to preach about the devil so much. I don't like to give him the time or the attention. No, I like to preach about Jesus Christ. And I will, of course, also preach much about Jesus in this subject about ruin, redemption, and regeneration. But we must also speak about the devil today, about that serpent, because it's very important that we know that he is a defeated enemy. We need to know who he is. We need to know his tactics, not to study and to be busy with him. No, not at all. But my father taught me always somewhere in the corner of my eye to keep a lookout for him because he is always busy trying to pull us down, trying to put something in our life to destroy us, to ruin us. And so we need to always be aware that we have to deal with this force of darkness while we are here. We are not fighting against men, but we are fighting against these spiritual forces in the sky. We are fighting against this ruler, this tyrant ruler, the devil, who is on this earth trying to destroy the wonderful and beautiful creation of God. But I'd like to ask you a question. Have you seen throughout history that he ever really won and defeated God? No, he has not. Every time. That's why we're still here today. If the devil would have had his mind, he would have destroyed mankind oh, long ago. Yes, he wanted to destroy it right there in the Garden of Eden with that first man, that first woman, Adam and Eve. And he would have liked to have it settled right there. But now we are 6,000 years on, and we are still here today because every plan of the devil has been destroyed and did not work out in the way that he thought it would work out. Now, I pray that you never regard the story of the serpent, the story of the Garden of Eden, of Adam and Eve, how God created the first man, the first woman, and blew the breath of life in them, that you will never regard that story as a fable. So many people don't believe in that story anymore. There are always, and especially nowadays, but it's been there throughout history, that there have always been people who wanted to reinterpret the Bible. And so, yes, they come with a new idea that this whole story, which Moses wrote down, the historian Moses who wrote Genesis, the book of Genesis, that he just wrote it as a allegory or as a parable, as some kind of story to draw lessons from. But I don't believe that's the truth. We cannot 
take that as a truth because where do they get this idea? Where does the story of allegory change into history or where does the story of history change into allegory? If you don't believe anymore in the Garden of Eden, if you don't believe anymore that the devil went into the snake and through the snake spoke to the woman and deceived her and brought her to sin, if you don't believe that, if you only see that as allegory, do you believe then that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth? Do you believe the story of Abraham is an allegory too then? Is that just another story, another parable, or is that a true history, a true part of history? Oh, what do we believe then about circumcision? What do we believe about Jacob? What do we believe about the descendants that go on that we call the Jewish nation from whom the Savior was born? If we start to doubt all those things and make it into a fable or a myth or a parable or some kind of a thought-up story to teach us lessons, then what about the Savior? What about the ruin of mankind, the fall of mankind, and the Savior that needed to be born and that has been born, that came from the Jews and that saved us, Jesus Christ? Oh, I tell you, if you start to go on that path, well, then the fall of man will become some kind of parable or allegory, some kind of story, and salvation will become some kind of story to you. And then, well, I, to be honest, I can go on and on, but then I think it would be more honest to just say, I don't believe the Bible. I don't believe it's a nice book. It has good stories, but I don't believe that book anymore. I don't believe it is truth, but I know it is truth. And there was a serpent and there was a real paradise and there was a real Adam and Eve who stood at the head of our race and they really sinned and our race is really fallen, and we really need a Redeemer. And Jesus Christ is that Redeemer that has been given unto us. Well, it says that Satan, he came to that woman in the body of that snake. The snake was there in the Garden of Eden, and the devil went into that body. And even though it was the snake that was actually speaking to Eve. It was the devil speaking through that snake. Well, there are many different ideas and thoughts on that, but it's not so strange to believe that the devil went into a animal because we read, especially in the time of Jesus, that many demons went into people and were even speaking through these people. We have the stories there in the Bible, and we also have that story that those demons requested Jesus to send them into the swine, that they didn't have to go into the eternal pit already, and they'd rather be in that flesh of swine. And so they want to be in flesh, and they went into flesh, human beings, animals, and so it is even today, and I've seen it many times on the mission field, and I believe it was also there. And the apocalypse, or the book of Revelation, calls the devil the old serpent, the devil, and Satan, it gives us those names together in one sentence, calling him the old serpent. Yes, he was there, and he had that power to go into that snake, and he chose that snake for a reason, because the snake was one of those wise animals that was there. Well, 
We don't know how the snake was before he got cursed. Oh, some believe he had wings. Some believe he had legs that he could walk. I don't know how it was. I wasn't there. I don't know how it was, but I know that the Bible says the snake was one of those animals that was so wise and so cunning and so smart. And and he loved to go in that snake, and he still loves to go in the embodiment of a snake. Well, I don't always mean a literal body, but I mean everything that snake stands for. You see, that snake could come and can come where other animals or where other people cannot come, and he could come into the Garden of Eden. And I learned something very important there. If the devil was able to come into the Garden of Eden, if he was able to come in that wise, smart, cunning animal, the snake, and speak to Eve, that creation of God to ruin her and destroy her, then who am I to believe that I can stay free of him this day? He will try to come to me and he can come into those places and areas of my life in such a cunning ways, all that I don't see him coming and he's coming to destroy me, to destroy us. Yes, the Bible says he is a destroyer. He hates mankind. He hates the creation of God, but he is defeated. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to close today with this thought. It says that God, when he spoke to the devil, he didn't give him a chance. Oh, he didn't give him a chance for redemption. He said, you are cursed and you will remain cursed. Oh, we know his ending. But to mankind, he said, but you, out of the seed of the woman will come a redeemer and you will be redeemed. There is redemption for mankind, hallelujah, but there is no hope for the devil, for the fallen angels, for the demons. Oh, praise God today and say, glory, Lord, I believe that you have given me a chance and I take it today to be saved and to be redeemed. Oh, hallelujah. Well, to be continued next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.